Dan's Driving Double Feature presents One Minute with European Zombies, circa 1980, episode 17. Covering the 17th minutes of Zombie Lake and Burial Ground. Yeah, hey everybody. Welcome to the minute of this thing here. This, I don't know what I'm saying. I, you know... I'm still, this minute starts with, uh, this episode, I keep calling it a minute, this episode starts with a minute from Zombie Lake, and if you've watched Zombie Lake along with me, you see how sort of languid it is, semi-tranquil, and you see Howard Vernon in the past few minutes just refusing to um, wake up, I don't know what he's up to precisely, but he's very much in his own space, the previous minute was him crossing his, his study, taking a book off off a mantelpiece, sitting down and looking at the book. And that's what's going to happen here. Listen. figured out what it was that the mayor slash Howard Vernon was looking for exactly in that book and we never found out what exactly the kids had told him from the previous minutes but we do meet a new character the lady photographer and I think we'll I believe she's a reporter I don't like to jump too far ahead in this but I don't want to leave you guys hanging too much because I had that awful cliffhanger a couple episodes back with little kids and I don't want to ruin this for you but yeah the minute is basically this lady photographer with the dress and with the camera and like a white scarf thing around her neck. Uh, she walks up to that tavern bar thing we saw earlier, um, takes a picture of three guys sitting at a table, just takes a picture of them, you know, just keeps on walking, doesn't say, may I take your picture, just takes their picture and they all kind of pause and pose for her and she walks by and she's smoking a big old cigarette type thing i don't smoke so i don't know what the heck it is she's smoking it's bigger than a cigarette and smaller than a cigar she's smoking that she enters the tavern and um there are a bunch of people sent three guys sitting at a table playing cards one of the guys could be the guy who, who whose daughter died earlier i can't quite tell it's great because uh one of the the the, um, the tables there are two guys and a woman and when you first see that table the guy is handing a shotgun over the table to the other guy and i thought hey it's she walked in on an NRA meeting, but no, I think it's just these people just hanging out and having, I love they're having gigantic beers and passing a shotgun back and forth across their table. There's something, feels very American to me. Is this, is this an American film? You tell me, come on, this ain't French. It could be, I guess. And what was I saying? Oh yeah, so it's great because she sits down at a table, sort of the foregrounded table. It has an ashtray in the center of it, but she's no longer got her cigarette i think or maybe she does there's only one chair at the table which i found 
kind of interesting. And the, the table with the three guys playing cards has four chairs at it. As if, you know, this is Harry. Harry died five years ago. But he always joins us whenever we play Euchre. Let's play. Euchre bores me to tears. My, my parents, my mom and my stepdad used to play that game endlessly at... You know, you knew you knew you wanted to jump off of something at a family get together when we weren't at home before I could drive home, uh, or before I realized how close several of my family members were to their our houses was our house was to theirs, so I could just walk. There was that point where it would be okay, you guys, Merry Christmas, gifts are opened, and we've eaten, and we're all happy, and now you know you just want to go home and just have a good night's sleep, and then wake up tomorrow and enjoy the rest of our vacation, play with all our toys, read our books, listen to whatever. It's going to be great. No, we're going to play euchre. That meant you were going to be there till about two in the morning as they play this really boring card game. I find most card games boring, apart from possibly War and Go Fish. Uh, but yeah, that's I. I hope for their sake they're playing Euchre because they look like three boring guys. Three boring guys playing Euchre this summer on Showtime. Uh, but I, I still can't get my eyes off those great that great trio with the shotgun and the beers. So the woman sits down, and it's wonderful because my first thought is, of course, everyone's going to do that thing where it's like, you know, who's that? Hmm. And they'll all be looking at her and giving her the eye like, hmm, what's she up to? Huh, well, she, she got that camera, and she's got the bag and she's not from around here and huh what's hmm, who is she no one pays her any attention until she yells a small cognac please across the a room now not that the shot changes it stays in the same shot throughout but she yells it the moment she yells it that's when folks kind of look up at her like wait a minute we drink beer here you're having cognac hmm, i don't know if that's going to, i've never had cognac is it any good right now i'm drinking a cocktail made up of rum with a bit of gin and I top it off with some brandy and then I set it on fire. No, I'm kidding. I've got Oh, I'm out of water. Gosh. Okay. I've got no water is what I've got. Thank you, good night. So yeah, I, I like yeah, I like the fact that it isn't until she orders her drink that anyone cares about what she's saying and and you see her kind of sniff the, the drink and she is seems to be impressed by it. And she has a little sip of it. And on the French um subtitles uh, the subtitles from the French dub, you could hear, like, you, they're saying, like, who is she? What does she want around here? But you can't really quite hear that on the English um, dub. Um, I, I, I guess you can hear them all mumbling and stuff in the background. I guess they're saying it. But it's it's it wasn't something I really noticed the first time I watched this until I... I mean, I figured they'd be saying something like that. But it wasn't until I put on the subtitles where I was like, oh, they are officially saying things like that. Although... At the same time, if you watch the end of the minute when they're apparently saying that, the three guys playing cards could care less. And the three people, the one with the shotgun, I guess they care a bit. They don't look like they care too much. They're not looking at her. Her back is to them, so they could certainly look at her. So I, I don't know who exactly is saying this. My thought is it's the guy with the shotgun. The guy with the shotgun is going to be the loudest guy in the room, right? The guy with the biggest beer and the biggest shotgun is going to be the loudest one in the room. But yeah, she's going to have a cognac and... Uh, probably do something although for all we know in this movie she's going to be gone halfway through the next minute i don't know maybe who knows but yeah that's zombie lake minute to 17 everybody nothing really happens that's that's happening a lot here but something will happen soon something is bound to happen soon we can't keep up this mystery and tension forever now let's go to burial ground minute 17 and what did we leave with um, we oh we left with um oh yes 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 the the photographer and his gal are walking off at a distance talking about raises 
and we see the candelabra lights going on and off as you hear the maid kind of wailing in the background and some cool ass synths playing. Let's listen. That's just about enough. <sighs> Can't you show a little interest in me instead of in your scribbling? I guess I could. Come here. <laughs> the zombies are on the grounds. Yes, we see the zombies. They are out of their tombs or their caverns or whatever the heck it is they're in. And they are beginning to stalk are goofballs. Now we don't see, the only goofballs we see are James and his gal in this one. James is writing, leaning against a tree, and the camera very slowly sneaks up on him, creeps up on him, gonna get him, gonna get him, gonna get him. But it's that lady! And she wants to spend some time with them and stop your scribbling, and they're gonna smooch, presumably, uh, when the next minute begins. But this minute is, is is three three key there are three key elements to this minute the crazy goofballery with the exploding bulbs in the candelabra things uh, that the maid and the butler see the great creeping shot of the uh, zombies slowly approaching I love that there really is no content I mean all we know is that the wherever it was the professor went to was a bit of a distance away so the zombies are kind of a distance away and slowly moving towards all our good buddies, which is awesome. So yeah, the zombies are approaching, and maybe a few more minutes, a few more episodes before they get there, but the zombies are approaching, and it looks like we're probably going to get that couple making out a bit again, and uh, he doesn't have a bad time of it. You know, he kind of strolls through, says his things, makes out with an attractive woman, and then, you know, he'll get attacked by a zombie sooner or later, but uh, they all will. They all will. But let's let's talk the opening. Um, the the maid and the butler and their experience with the exploding bulbs. It is a bit weird. Um, uh, you sort of think um, is this this is something the zombies are doing? Is this? I, I you know I don't fully get what um, what this has to do with the zombies. I mean it's almost it's more like a haunting you know kind of thing not like the haunting but it's more more like is this meant to be a haunted house is that the the um is it george is that the the guy who's with evelyn there george's grandfather or whoever who may not or may not have had all that lingerie for himself could it have something to do with him or you know it's you, you, i i like it because it's so incongruous it's like the, so the zombies have come to life. Is this some sort of like? Is there some sort of electrical thing that goes through uh, zombies when they come to life? That you know, all of a sudden, here they are, and and you you could tell the zombies have risen because it affects all the electrics in the area, and so all these bulbs explode, 
and um, and the the maid and the butler, you know, there's some great moments of them just looking over here, looking over there. Oh my god! Oh my god! What the heck? Oh my gosh! And it is weird. It's certainly weird. It's especially weird if they can hear those synthesizers playing, because you know, the moment you start to hear, you're like, what in the name of G what? And I'm looking around the room like an idiot. I feel like I'm, I'm leaving you guys sort of teetering with every minute because Zombie Lake keeps feeling like something's going to happen, but it doesn't really. And I, mean, I guess it did for a few seconds here and there, and I guess a beautiful woman swimming naked for about four minutes is something happening. But Barrel Ground is as this wonderful slow creep going on, and I, I just the thing that I adore about it is that the fact that you don't you don't know who these characters are. Who are these people? What what are they about? What are they like? I said last time, what are their relationships to each other? What is going on? Why does it hurt so much? What does that sound in my head? <sighs> sigh you you watch it and they, they haven't even tried to sorry i just knocked something over i they haven't even tried to make them into characters they're just people and this guy has a mustache and this guy has a f- funny look to him and this guy is the male pattern baldness and this woman is well we got two brunettes in here but um this one has a kid and this one is the younger one and this one is the blonde one and there's no delineation of who's who and who cares you know where we're 17 minutes into the movie and the zombie attacks will begin before you know it before you know it zombie attacks will again begin i i insist that they will begin i plead for to to the universe for zombie attacks begin. I'm kidding, of course. Zombie attacks may be beginning. They may not be beginning. Uh, they probably will be, though, because those little buggers are creeping this way. So, uh, let's see. What else happens this minute? Nothing else happens this minute. I guess we have the strange exploding bulbs, and we have the approaching zombies, and we have a guy trying to write, and a gal wants to uh, make out with him. Hey, such as such as Italy in the summertime or the springtime or whatever the heck we are. I don't think it's the summertime. They don't look dressed for summer really. They look dressed for more like autumn. But then it doesn't really look like autumn. I don't know when this is supposed to take place. When did the zombie apocalypse occur in nineteen eighty? Oh, I gotta check that. I never check my facts in time for me to actually say things that I want to be facts. Oh well. So that is Burial Ground Minute seventeen, and this is episode seventeen of One Minute with European Zombies circa nineteen eighty. I am Dan, and this is this.